It's on. Oh, yeah. We are crisp and cold today with the Bush Lattes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, and for here for us on a Friday night, it is 7-17, and we are getting this episode of The Covert Show back and rolling. We got good old JC on the pod back once again, taking a couple weeks hiatus, and even though we took a week hiatus a couple of weeks ago, we're both back. He's got some NHL. Nick has some MLB the show. We've got some college baseball on the TV here. And by TV, I mean my second monitor because I am now one of those people. I've been one of those people for a little All bit. Right. Yeah, we're That's rocking and rolling. So, bad turnover in the zone, boys. It is, it's been been a minute for the boys. We're, we're rocking. We're trying to get it back on. It's been some busy, busy, busy weeks for us. And, I mean, there, there's no way around it. I mean, JC has some big news. He's, he's had a lot going on in his life. I've had some, some stuff going on at work. So let's just break it down for the people. JC, tell them the news. Well, you know, there's a lot of lot of things going on. Uh, you know, the big two things, you know, we got the new apartment and probably the news actually everybody would rather hear than that is uh, RC and I are going to see game four of Lord Stanley's game as his golden knights are taking on your Florida Panthers, big dog. Heck yeah, baby. And man, let me tell you one, that's exciting for you guys. I'm very jealous. Florida would be fun to go to. It'd be very, very hot this time of year. But, I mean, still, I've, I've been waiting for you to get back on the pod because this is a question I've been wanting to ask. And I know it's oh, going to dig a little deep. And I know it's going to be a little bit of a hard one because it, it was definitely a very good series. But the Devils and the Panthers, obviously the Panthers end up pulling it out. I mean, what was what was going through... Good old JC's head for that, because I mean, it was still a decently competitive turn or a competitive series, or I should say for the for the Canes. I meant not mm-hmm. the not the Panthers. My bad. I got sidetracked back back a little bit. But I mean, taking taking the series to the Canes and the Devils. What was what was the final reaction after that? Well, here's the takeaway. You know, when I put the bracket together, I almost guessed the West perfectly. I had Dallas beating Vegas in the final, and then uh, Seattle astounded Colorado. So, you know, you're feeling good on that front. Because, you know, if you were, if I was to be wrong about one, you know, Vegas and good old RC's team beating Dallas, that's all right. Score! Here we go. Kovalchuk, baby. Oh, man, he's I running it up. It's only one nothing. Uh, that's uh, a start. <laughs> and then we get to the East. And then we get to the, the East save my F-bomb for later in the show. I couldn't have been more wrong on everything. I think Toronto a lot of people Tampa, were sitting there, too. Toronto beat Tampa. Florida beat Boston. Islanders lost to Carolina. And my Devils won their first-round game, which was the only one I got right. <laughs> but then the second round came. And Toronto-Florida went... Well, there's Florida scoring, tied at one. Who was it? Uh, is it our good old uh, boy, Kachuk? No, this is from 2013. Oh, Thomas shit. Tomas Fleischman? I don't know. Does not ring a bell uh, to me. <laughs> Way to be a super fan. I uh, know. <laughs> um, so, anyway, you know, you look at the East. Through the first round, I got three of the four series wrong. And so we'll start with Florida, who gets Toronto. And Toronto... 
Hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1967, all right? So, you know, they haven't been out of the first round since 04. And you know what they're chanting after their series? We won Florida. You know what they got? Florida. Florida. (laughs) You know what else they got? A piping hot L. They were so bad in that series, man. You just... Florida has been... uh, They feel like a team of destiny. I mean, you would seriously. you would hope so. <laughs> you look at that team over their last two series, eight and one. If you go back even further to the Boston series, eleven and one. It's think about that in the playoffs. You beat Boston three times, which was fabulous to watch. Toronto gets absolutely got. Just gone. Never, never looked great. And then you get to Carolina. And I have conflicting feelings about this one, and I'm sure you can imagine why. Oh, yeah. So we, we skipped over, conveniently enough, the Devils-Carolina series. Devils lose the worst way possible, which is by a game five overtime loss. So they get smoked. Freaking Carolina turns around and plays like absolute dog shit. Not now, what wrong. I'm saying, would I? Would I? Do I believe the Devils would have beat Carolina or beat Florida? Probably not. Would we have gotten swept? No, we sure wouldn't. Have. <laughs> it so was. That's where it gets me. You know, the, the Carolina series was one of those of it was the Ranger series for the young Devils team. Except Carolina's actually good, <laughs> so you know it's it. I wasn't one of those you're happy to lose, but getting to the second round for the first time since 2012, there's something to be said about that. Oh, 100. percent I mean, still though, like it wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah, we weren't supposed to be this good this year, and everybody seems to have kind of forgotten that, and everybody thinks the Rangers uh, had almost beaten us, which is absolute belagna. But still one one. We're about to the end of the first. I don't. I don't know what's going on here. We're um, we're currently sitting at a zero zero tie in the second here, as we also are looking at some scores across for college baseball. But still, though, that that's one thing that you have to look at. Though is one, like you said, New Jersey was not supposed to be, as you've been saying, not this good this year. But then they came out one of the best teams in in the league. They got the one seed. Um, straight out for their side of the bracket and or the two seed, I should say, because Boston was the number one. And then you well, look we were at the, the two behind Carolina. Yeah. Oh, it was Carolina. You're right. And so then Boston, Carolina, New Jersey, and then Toronto, the four seeds. So that's the other part of it is we got the two versus three matchup in there. So it, it's fascinating, but you know, it's a heck of a year for the Devils. It's been way too long since seeing them play already. But it's, thankfully for me, I got my uh, good old team north of the border that's rocking and rolling. But yeah, I mean, this Stanley Cup final to me is super interesting because Florida's been off a long time. And the question to me is, is how far can Kachak carry you? That's because very if true. We're being honest with ourselves, Kachuk has is offensively the only reason they're even here. Especially if it's if it's a clutch moment, 
find 19. That's been the game plan. And it's worked. You know, I'm not taking anything away from Florida. But the biggest part, and even more so than Kachuk, Bobrovsky has played out of his mind. Yeah, especially I mean, with the amount of overtimes. Bobrovsky is... <laughs> Sorry, got, go I, ahead. I, I don't know. He's got to be an MVP candidate. I mean, seriously, I don't know what more you want from the guy. He's You've got been two playing. teams in the Stanley Cup that are playing with backup keepers. Vegas saw Loren Brossois go down and with what's been undisclosed, but presumptu- uh, presumptively something to do with the hip that he had surgically, you know, worked on. So I, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing a route where Florida wins the cup just because of how long they've had to sit. The good thing for Florida is Vegas has been, and it's weird to say about a team that's made it this deep, but there have been inconsistent. You watch the, when they're on, they're on. But even in the series against Dallas, you go up 3-0. You can't lose back-to-back games to a team you're up on 3-0. I mean, they got smoked in game five. I mean, they got torched in Dallas. And, you know, you lose the heartbreaker in overtime off a penalty, which by itself is not a great look. But, yeah, it's interesting to see because no matter what happens here, someone's winning their first title, which that adds another layer of excitement to this because – both have been there prior years, 96 for Panthers and 2018, the first year that Vegas was uh, uh, in the league. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be a fascinating series to watch. I, I definitely would think so because Kenny was even talking about it too. He goes, one, because <clears throat> obviously he's, he's the big Knights fan here besides RC. He was saying, I really want to, but don't want to play Florida. And I was like, all right, what, what's your deal about that? And he goes, so here's the biggest thing. And I agree with him. Florida, like you said, is kind of a team of destiny at the moment where they are just playing beside themselves. I mean, they are just outstanding. Bobrovsky in the net is just going hard. But the biggest thing is, is the amount of overtimes in that series against Carolina and how how they basically had to play two full games in a night, turn around, and then come back, play, I believe, off a travel day. So, I mean, you were already sitting there kind of kind of wondering how was Florida going to be able to keep the energy, what were they going to do, and they didn't break a sweat. Like, they, they just kept rolling and were going and going and going. And finally, I mean, like you said, Kachuk has been one to carry the team. There's still a lot of good weapons on that Florida team. But with when it comes to Vegas, he was even saying the inconsistencies have been just huge. Because, like, Winnipeg... Um, throwing it back to the beginning They're of the so series. Bad on the power play. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, I'm not quite sure what he was going to highlight there. I'll let you finish uh, here. But they were, God, awful on the power kill. I mean, you can't give up 7 of 12. That's a first round. You're the top seed in the West. Yeah, you and- can't give up a, a power play goal 7 of 12 tries. Also, Adam Henrique just scoring a 2 on Devils. I mean, seriously, that's incredible. It's it's definitely not good, and that was the thing that he was talking about too because even when he was watching the games on TV, it was just the fact that you had not a lot of defense at times, and then sometimes you were playing the best hockey in the league and then just mm-hmm. bouncing back and forth. And it's also just the fact that on the road, it seemed like Vegas was struggling. 
very, very hard. And the defense just was not there at times. And Florida, on the other hand, their defense was also part of the reason why they were getting carried through the playoffs. I mean, you take a look at how many power plays they killed. You take a look at just goaltending in general. I mean, they might not be able to score a lot, but they can shoot efficiently. Like, they're they're taking less, lesser amounts of shots than anybody, and they're still scoring, and they're getting it done. But the defense is able to get the puck around. They're able to keep it out from their net. I mean, it's it has just been fun to watch this this Florida team. So it should be interesting to see where this Stanley Cup goes for the final. Like, either side, I'm going to be happy for, but obviously I want Florida. And you couldn't hit on it there. One of the biggest problems I have with Florida is their inability to score. Yeah. Because Vegas, while inconsistent outside of the Dallas game, like a thumped in, haven't really had an issue scoring. I mean, you look at their series against Edmonton, I mean, you knew going into the Edmonton series you were going to have to score four or five goals a night to have a chance. And that's exactly what they went and did. Um, But, yeah, I think the most interesting part, and this is going to sound cliche, if you let Florida play their game, if you don't rattle Bobrovsky, if you just – Fleischman's got another one. It's 2-2 here with 3.29 to go in the second. Damn it. I just hit my first nuke of the game, so we're up 1-0. If – you let Florida get settled in. And if games one or two, and especially if game one goes to overtime and you lose, that might be enough to sway it to Florida. Because that's exactly what happened to Carolina. I mean, Carolina, every single one of them is a one-goal loss. And, you know, I'm sure as a Florida fan, you got a kick out of the Carolina coach going, well, we didn't lose four. I was there. Well, you did. You did. You absolutely did lose four. Like, I get what the notion he's trying to get at, but you lost. Like, I don't like my team losing any more than you do, buddy, but it's, it's just interesting because Florida feels like such, and, and everybody's a momentum team. I understand that, but it feels like Florida of everybody. If I'm Vegas and you can get a two-goal win in game one or uh, an overtime winner in game one, that's how you can beat Florida. If you give them momentum from the jump, I mean, just ask Carolina how that works for them. Yeah. So it's fascinating. I think Bobrovsky will be the make-it-or-break-it player for the entire series. I I honestly because couldn't agree more on that. So well, and it, it, everybody forgets Florida made a deep run last year. Mm-hmm. Florida was a good team last year. So this, while they're a wild card team, yes, it's not like this is something that's like was you know beyond the realm of possibility. I mean, I've said it before. I thought the East was way more open than the West was top to bottom. I mean, the East has been the better conference all year. Very true. And now we'll see. We'll, we'll test that theory with the top seed of the West going against the, the low wild seed card. In, the, in the East. But it's it'll be interesting. I oh, think, we gave it to him in the middle. What a save! I think it's I think it's definitely safe to say that you hit the nail on the head right there. If Vegas can take the momentum early, then. Florida might be in a little bit of trouble. If you give Florida any momentum out of the gate, a couple of early goals, especially in game one, I mean, it's 
there's not a lot stopping them. I mean, they are they're a team that once that once they get on their their hot streak, as soon as something good goes right, you're you're playing with fire there. And I think Vegas is going to be sorely punched in the face if they can't put that fire out very early. Well, here's here's the thing. Do you think that Florida can score enough to beat Vegas? Because to me, that's where it boils. It's you know, like I said, it's cliche and you know, duh. But can Florida score more than one to two goals a game? I'm I'm gonna go with on I think on a consistent basis. On a consistent basis, no. I think that they're and gonna I be able to do why, it. That's one reason why the why they'll lose the series. Exactly. Because there's gonna be maybe one game where Vegas scores one or two or none. I think the rest of the time they're gonna score more than that. But I think that you're gonna be able to see that Florida's defense will be able to bring out a lot of the inconsistencies early and it'll be a be a see of what can Vegas do to prevent them. Because if Florida can jump on the inconsistency right out of the gate, then it's going to be a totally different game in game one, especially at home if in Vegas. Come away with, I was going to say, if you come away with a win um, in Vegas for the first game, that's going to turn heads by itself. Oh, yeah. And because I think if you're Florida, you best case is one and one. I don't, I don't see a route they win bowls. I really don't. I I would I agree with Vegas you on that. Is too good, and it wasn't. They're not like Carolina. Carolina's fine, but Carolina never had that. At least from what I've seen this year, and you know they smoked the Devils, so there's that. But they just weren't top to bottom depth wise as good as. Vegas was. And that's another thing that's really helped Vegas is their scoring spread out. Yes. Man, that's the concern. If I'm a Florida fan, I might be a little concerned with that because Kachuk has, and I don't know the scoring numbers all the way through, but I do know if there's a big moment, Kachuk has been about the only one that scored. And that goes back to the friggin' game where Boston's goalie decides to just give it to him and walk away from the net. So it's, It'll be a good series, but it'll just be fascinating to see if Florida can keep this incredible run going. And yeah. I don't think anybody can take anything away from the fact that it's one of the best Cinderella runs we've seen in a while. And, I mean, at the same point, you're getting one in the NBA. It's so yeah. great to be a South Florida fan right now. It, it really Mostly is. The Dolphins are in the offseason, but, you know, you look at Miami and you look at – Florida, I mean, well, both and, have a shot to win their respective titles from the lowest seed possible. And then now you could throw it to, and granted, it's not going to be the lowest seed, obviously, unless they decide to to really kind of shit the bed. But, I mean, Tampa in the MLB playing out of their minds. I mean, they're top in the league, or at least they're one of the top couple of teams in the league. You're, Florida right now this year has kind of had a very good year when it comes to sports. Might not be fun for some people, but for a lot of other fans, it's nice. Oh, it's you know, it's 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 I really have, I only really have beef with one, but we'll talk about that in a different part of this. Oh yeah, it is it is what it is. It's, I'll get by him. No, Theodore. I gave up a two run bomb. It's okay. Third, four oh one to go. Third period, two two. We got an absolute nail biter here in Newark. 
we got a nail biter here at All American Park. It's two to one. This dude from Milwaukee versus me. He got a home run a couple of batters ago, and we're in the fifth. So I got to step up my hitting. What is the score? Oh no! Oh, passed it all the way through the slot. Man. But yeah, this this Stanley Cup final should be good. I'll definitely be able to watch Game One tomorrow somewhere, some way, somehow. Yeah. So well, you better watch all of them. I'm gonna be watching all of them. You're a Cubs fan. Your teams never make it this far. Very valid. Very very valid. So what's your prediction? I'm. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it with keep it with my team. I'm gonna give it to them. I'm gonna go Panthers and six. Wow. I feel the inconsistencies of Vegas just starting to bleed right through, and I think that so how Florida many of the going. first two games in Vegas does Florida win? They split. I'll give them the split. Wow, split! So they really do well down the stretch, then. Well, and that's that's kind of been the thing oh, for them this the playoff. Ball. And they score! It's Kovalchuk with fifteen and a half seconds to go. Devils three, Florida two. Oh, it hit the post and it left it right for him. Let's go, boys. But that's been the thing for Florida this playoff is they might lose one early, but they, they play down the stretch very well. They also play really well on the road, and that has been the biggest thing for them, especially with Boston. You get put on the ropes, able to take one away in Boston, and then you get put back on the ropes. I mean, now you're really scrambling, and they were able to do it the rest of the series. Against <clears throat> uh, against Carolina, they were able to win on the road. So, I mean, now it's just a matter of where – where can they win next? And I mean, I know Vegas is a tough place to play, but I think they'll be they'll be standing clear there. So we'll we'll stick with the Panthers and six. And if I'm wrong, which I probably will be, we'll see how it goes for me. <laughs> well, I mean, we're definitely on opposite sides for this one, and you know, it. it I never want to say a sweep because that implies somebody's played badly or hasn't been clutch. You know, Carolina maybe wasn't bad, but was not clutch. 3-2 our final as the Devils get the W. I'm going Vegas in five. Vegas in five. The first two go to Vegas. They split in Florida, and Vegas picks up the game five win at home. Interesting. Uh, I think Vegas is, as much as it annoys me to say it, (laughs) because I really wanted the East to win this year. Just because, I mean, I know how stacked the friggin' East has been. Yeah. Also, Phoenix Coyotes, New Jersey Devils, game two. Why couldn't I swing at that? Why did I check swing? I wanted to hit the ball, Nick. Come on, focus. Oh, so, so... I, 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 just, I, I like the way Vegas, the depth. I mean, you saw the one of the best series between... Edmonton and Vegas. Indeed. And, you know, I mean, you look at the series this year, I mean, you know, Devils, Rangers, I would think would be one, obviously biased, but, you know, Vegas, Edmonton. I think Vegas, Edmonton, when we all look back at this, will be a series. You know those sports games where the team wins the title, 
but like the if it's football, they win the title, but the AFC championship games remembered more. Yeah. Or they win the AFC, but the second round of the AFC uh, divisional series is remembered more. I think this is going to be one of those moments. I think everybody's going to remember Vegas Edmonton and think that was the final because of how Dallas wasn't good. No, they were not. Jamie Ben's penalty between him and when the Petrangelo suspension where he got, you know, caught trying to chop the hands off a of Leon Dreisaitl. That penalty and Jamie Ben's penalty are two of the stupidest penalties I've seen in a hockey game. George Springer Dinger on the second pitch of the game, and it's one to nothing. Let's go. There we go. Jays are in action back in New York. Elias also scored in the video game 1754. How about that? Springer Dinger. You know, we'll get to baseball in a second, but I still don't know how to feel about him on my team. <laughs> It's. I just can't sidestep the cheating. Oh, Kovalchuk, and it's two to nothing. <laughs> All the Coyotes. What's happening? Oh boy, I got a. Oh, this I got a relief pitcher in for the other guy here. Need to put up some runs. Oh, get foul, please. Freddie Freeman and catching that. You bet. Oh, oh yeah, boy. there you go. We made it through hockey. You've got uh, your team in six. I've got Vegas in five. We'll see. You know, the Devils aren't there, so it makes me disappointed. But, oh, Bane, that's by him. Where's the puck at? Oh, it's on his front, but we can't get to it. Very, very opposite ends of the spectrum. And I like it because I think it's going to be a very opposite series. I think it's one of those series that I've looked that you look at in the playoffs. I Highly doubt it gets to seven. One way or another, this doesn't feel agree. like the type of series that's going to go the distance. Because, like you said, Vegas is too inconsistent, and Florida, I feel like if you crack Bobrovsky in one game, that's all it's going to take. Because Bobrovsky's played so well for now 12 games, whatever we just figured. Give or take, yeah. So, it'll be... It'll be a fun one. I just don't see it going. Well, it's going to be a fun one for you because your team's in it. Oh, Bichette, oh, he lines out to right. There is gold city field. But with with that. NHL is done. It's it's almost. And I mean. Call them the devils in the second round because they are done. I've had a lot of fun getting back into the hockey game and starting to watch it, so we're definitely going to have to come back next year. And, yes, everybody's going to call me a bandwagon, and I don't care because I actually you know, picked up. But We just got to see the Devils and the Panthers play sometimes. Oh, 100%. Depends on what time of the year it is because <laughs> Newark will be cold. Go down to Florida for the, for the winter. Yeah, you got you to do the Florida one. Oh, yeah. I like Newark as much as the next guy, but when you're 20 minutes from an ocean, man. I can't oh. beat it, man. You can't. Yeah, well, that's when RC was talking, talking to me about it. I'm like, obviously, I don't have a team in this. Oh, they score with Cobble Chuck, and it's 3 nothing. Oh, the onslaught's on with 8.34 to go. What the hell did I just witness on my game? The dude had a hit and run, and my second baseman couldn't get back to catch a bloop freaking single to make it runners on the corners. Where are we going here? Okay, he's not stealing. But we got the strike call. Uh, 
But yeah, when you get an opportunity to go down to the ocean, man, can't beat it. That's hard to pass up. You can't. It's it's almost impossible. And if you do, you're you're dumb or you're you're broke cuz one of us is well, the Well, you know, in my case it's a combination of both. But and I didn't turn it down, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyhow, as we move to now the warmer weather because it is now the summer month of June and baseball is in full swing. And as JC has already or brought up, the Blue Jays are in action versus the Mets, and they're they're leading out of George Springer one to nothing. Oh my goodness, my camera is getting way too hot, and I can't pause on my game to try to move it. So we are now without a camera for a second because I was sitting on the PS4, and this kind of this is an old camera, so we might have to be out for video for a little bit. But anyhow, it it has now come to the terms of. We're in the middle of the season, and a lot of teams are doing a lot of good things. And one of those teams that I think everybody was kind of, I wouldn't say shocked about, but is more more so, I guess, noted on now. How does that not go? I don't get that. Is a changeup at the bottom of the zone, good timing, maybe just under it with Freddie Freeman. Oh, that ball should like, still go. But one team that people are kind of, should be interested in watching oh, that ball's not going, is the Baltimore Orioles. And I said it numerous times. I have, and JC can oblige by this. The podcast can oblige by this. The the young team for the Orioles is a lifesaver for them. Because now you've got Gunnar Henderson going nuts. Austin Hayes is here. You've got Cedric Mullins, who is still the kind of face of the franchise. And then you've got good old Adley Rutschman, who is... Just everybody's hometown boy in Baltimore now. And I think that if Baltimore does not keep him around as long as possible, that's going to be a problem. So Certainly would be ill-advised not to. Oh, 100%. Because, I mean, the kid is putting up great numbers for, for Baltimore. He's a, he's a good leader on the field. You got Ryan Mountcastle there as well. I mean, Baltimore seems to be somewhat stacked and doing the right things at the right time so far this year. Now, Come playoff time, that might be a little different. But it's it's definitely interesting to see how this this young team for Baltimore is able to step up. And a lot of a lot of teams around the league are bringing up some young guys. I mean, the Cubs, I think, are the biggest, I would say, advocate for that as well because their farm team is pretty much here in the big leagues. I mean, they've got a lot of young guys there. Um, Seiya Suzuki's here again. He's back off his injury. Christopher Morrell is back. Off of his injury, he's now doing pretty good. You've got Matt Mervis, just to name a few, on that Cubs lineup. Um, you got Amaya, Miguel Amaya, who's back behind the dish. So, I mean, there's a lot of good young talent coming up for a lot of these teams. And it's definitely showing in some places. And for the Cubs, it might not be showing as much. But for Baltimore, it's it's showing out in a good way. Yeah, I mean, you're telling me my whole entire division is stacked. Oh, yeah. I mean... Seriously, um, you know, Tampa is off to a blazing start. And I'll say the same thing I did about New York last year. They'll fizzle out at some point. Oh, yeah. And they but fizzled the out hard is, last just year. Like New York, just like New York, they're going to have such a big lead on the division, it won't matter. They'll still win the division unless Baltimore sticks with them. They're kind of there at four games back. But you look at New York. Toronto, Baltimore, Tampa, and even Boston. I don't buy Boston, 
And I'll explain why I'm not worried about Toronto being nine and a half games back uh, here in a minute. But you look at Tampa. Obviously, 40 and 18, 26 and 6 at home. That's stupid. It, very Baltimore, stupid. Who's been really good on the road. New York, who we all just kind of shrug and go, 10 games over 500 sounds about right. Yep. And then you have the Blue Jays and Boston, which are a game apart. Toronto hasn't figured it out, kind of. <laughs> kind of. And the reason I say kind of, before everybody starts jumping down my throat of being biased, here's the thing. Listen to the schedule. So after the Atlanta game, Flashing back, I got to figure out the record. Toronto was twenty-four and sixteen. After that stretch, twenty-four and sixteen, they were—I want to say—third in the division, second, doesn't matter. After that stretch, four against the Yankees, we win one. Three against Baltimore, we lose them all. Four against Tampa, we win one, twenty to one. Two and nine. After the Tampa game, our nice shiny twenty-four and sixteen turns into twenty-six and twenty-five. That's a rough one. That's that's eleven games. That's all it took. But you look at it: four against the Yankees, four in the Trop, and three against Baltimore. Divisional opponents have, we just played absolutely horrendously against. And you know, since then, we've won two series in a row. There was a closed uh, players only closed meeting. Maybe that's part of what solved it. But you take two of three against Minnesota. You take two of three against Milwaukee, who's one of the better teams in the NL. And now you've got the Mets for three this weekend before a gigantic. And I hope we can figure out how to play the Houston freaking Astros because now you've got a four game series against Houston in which it's not emergency crunch time but you like to make that stride of winning three of four. It's, You'd like to see it at least. It's going to be tough. Sure. But you can't go – because you're going to go Houston, Minnesota, Baltimore, Texas. You can't go another two weeks where you lose three of four to Houston, two of three to Minnesota, swept by Baltimore and swept by Texas. You, the division leads too far out of reach as it is. You can't go in that stretch and have another dud. Granted, towards the end of the month, you get Miami, Oakland, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, Detroit, Arizona, San Diego, Seattle. So it lightens up in June and July later on. But this stretch of games, I mean, you look back to the beginning of May, after losing four on the road against Boston, you played Pittsburgh, who is one of the better teams in the Central. You played Philly, who's playing well. You played Atlanta. You played New York. Boston, Tampa, Minnesota, Milwaukee, New York, Houston, Minnesota, Baltimore, Texas. That's a month. You've got the most stacked month of baseball. And, you know, the schedule obviously evens out. But that's why, you know, there's – I think some panic maybe a little bit with how good Tampa's been, but the schedule even itself out. Oh yeah. And I mean, you get into August. Once you get past the first three against Baltimore, I mean, August should be where you make your ground up Boston for three Cleveland for four, the Cubs for three, 
Phillies for two, Reds for three, Baltimore for three, and Cleveland for three, and Washington for three. So you say you split the six games of Baltimore. The rest of them, I mean, there's not a team in that month that you look at that you sh- we should lose a series to. Boston, you know, okay, throw them in there. With Baltimore, okay, say you take only two of three. But Cleveland should be three of four. The Cubs should be two of three. Cincinnati, the Reds anymore maybe you're trending in the right direction but Cincinnati realistically should be two of three Cleveland could be two of three I mean it's it's a tough stretch but you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel if you will and I mean you look at Bo Bichette this last weekend up in Minnesota got to see that uh Saturday Sunday game I mean Bo Bichette's hitting out of his mind oh yeah I mean, Vlad Guerrero absolutely is not, but, I mean, Bo Bichette is a machine. He is, I think it's the flow. The flow carries the swing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just luscious locks. Bo's flow, baby. It's uh, feathered and fluffed, as, as Pepper would say. Pepper needs new shorts. Oh, my gosh. We just popped that one out. Gosh dang it. We were on a roll. Had two home runs back-to-back and 4-3 the final here for Nick. Wow, that was tough. one New Jersey overall Arizona into the midway of the second. But, I mean, taking a look at the rest of the league, too, like, there, it might be a little bit slow for some teams. I mean, they're... You got guys getting after it, and you have certain you you have certain teams kind of making strides. I mean, for th- this season, teams that are making strides, especially the Angels, were were working. I mean, they're still above five hundred for them. That is very impressive. Texas is leading the the AL West. Houston's climbing back in into the race. They're two and a half games back now. You Houston got will be there at the end. I mean, if we're oh, being yeah. honest, I think Texas is one of those teams that. I don't buy yet. No. Just because they're like, Houston's like St. Louis, if that makes sense. And as a Cubs fan, I'm sure this will be painful. But St. Louis doesn't try for six months of the year, and then like the last two months, month and a half, all of a sudden it figures out how to get in a playoff spot. Valid. That's what I feel like Houston's going to be. They haven't – they're good. They just – you know, that first couple weeks of the season, they were not good or even – mediocre <laughs> but yeah I feel like you're gonna be there I just I don't buy Texas yet I I really don't I, buy them much either and that's that's the one thing that you kind of have to look at is where who who are gonna be the next teams in because I mean Arizona was gonna be the next team that I go to they're 34 and 23 they're tied with the Dodgers in the NL West they've got a lot of young talent as well but I mean the Dodgers are gonna be that team as well they're now well, a perennial powerhouse. I was going to say, they're not going to wait till the end of the year. I mean, they're, no. they're going to leave the division by the end of the month. Oh, yeah. And it's it's going to be fun to, to see how much gets mixed up here. Because the biggest thing that you see now is we're only in June. We still have plenty of time before postseason baseball rolls around a little bit of time before the all-star break gets here. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams that are still vying for spots. I mean, you could see teams in the NL or in the AL East start flip-flopping again, like you were talking about the central, I think for the AL is 
probably going to stay where it's mostly at. I mean, the AL Central is just not not there. The Twins are looking to keep a hold on it. The Tigers are two and a half back. Um, biggest teams to make the jumps. I know I've made this a Kate or I made this. Um, how how would you say it? Uh, incredible assumption that by some way somehow you could get uh, into the playoffs if you were um, a team. I don't know. Called the Washington Nationals a couple. Uh, I believe it was last year when I mentioned that comment, which was not true at all. They were far in between from that. But, I mean, still, like, there, there's plenty of time for teams to make up some ground. Like, this season is not fully done yet. You're not you're not sitting on your horse just kind of waiting around. Like, I mean, there, there is plenty of time to get some standpoint there and to be able to make, make some waves. Well, you look at the teams that the most surprising one for me is Cincinnati. Man, it's early, obviously, but that was a team last year that was a running joke on this podcast because of how bad they were. Oh, yeah. This year, I mean, I'm not saying they will win the Central, but at least they're in a spot that makes them look competitive. I mean, the Central's terrible, but both Centrals are bad, which is actually kind of funny. But, you know, Diamondbacks and Reds in the uh, NL are the two that have surprised me of, you know, didn't think those two are going to be good. And I mean, the East kind of is what you expected. I mean, maybe the most biggest surprise is how terrible, terrible Oakland is. I mean, we did a whole segment last year about how it blows to be an Oakland fan. Well, it blows again this year. Dude, not, not in the good sense because this has been, it's been a roller coaster for them. I know you're getting sold to Vegas. But 10 or 12 and 40, whatever the hell they are, 12 and 46. It's horrible. How, how, how does a team be that bad? Seriously. Well, yeah. And we always talk about this. How, how are you this bad when you have players? The Royals are the same thing. They're 17 and 39, but still I'm like, dude, Royals, you expect. Oh, yeah. Or at least I expected the Royals, you know, to make the World Series run and all that. But outside of that, they're not someone you expect to be good. Very true. Competitive at Central because of how bad the AL Central is. But Oakland's a whole other level. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody expected much, but this is somehow less than anything. Yeah, it's... 12 and 46. They were like, at one point, I want to say 10 and 44, and they were 6 and 36 against plus 500 teams. 6 and 36. Make it, just make it tough for everybody. I mean, it's, they're playing uncompetitive baseball, which I know is, it's hard when you have a team like this, but it's like, it, it is so difficult to see teams that are just, they were there was a thing that I saw. What was it? Oh, a couple weeks ago, where it was Oakland during the playoffs back in like 2015, 16, and the Coliseum was sold out. Like I mean, it was, or even a couple years ago, it might have been where the Coliseum was sold out. You couldn't get a, even standing room seats, and then all of a sudden, now you flip it back to here, dude. I guarantee you, I could go to Oakland and go to a game for like twenty bucks, and that might be a very yeah, it, yeah. Seriously, I mean, if you want nosebleeds? You can probably get nosebleeds for single digit. Oh yeah, 
and which if you're going to Oakland, why would you buy a nosebleed? Yeah. Because, I mean, their low-level tickets are going to be like 50 bucks. You could be right down on the field. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's hard to watch some of the the lower teams in the MLB at the moment. Because, like, even for the Nationals, I mean, you guys were playoff contenders, won the World Series a couple of years ago, like, and now you're the World Series hangover, as some people say. You're, you're sitting on it hard. Kansas City really fell off the World Series hangover. I mean... There are teams that are feeling their playoff like playoff hangovers and just running with it. And then there are some teams that aren't. The Dodgers are consistent. The Astros, very consistent. Minnesota still trying to find their way into that bubble. The Rays have been pretty consistent trying to figure themselves out. The Yankees, they're just looking for, what is it, ring 28 in the franchise? So... I mean, there are teams that are figuring it out, and there are teams that are getting around it, and then, obviously, there are teams that aren't. And it might be time to kind of look at exactly what Oakland's doing. You either move or find new management. Well, the interesting one when it comes to new management is Tampa. Yeah. Because the fans are so – that the whole South Florida baseball for Tampa, the attendance is horrible. And they're so good. Which is shocking because, I mean, you've had a team that has been, they went to the World Series, been in the playoffs for what, the last four years, if and I can you, count right? When you get to the playoffs, they're fine. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, Vegas for hockey, where it's, it, you know, Vegas for hockey is a weird one because we'll have tourists, but for like fan fans, man, I feel like that's not a high number for Vegas either. No. But it, it's, I don't know. I don't know how Vegas will hold the baseball team, to be quite honest. I, well, I mean, you know, you can bank on, you know, um, tourists and stuff. Yeah. But for, like, diehard fans. You already have two I mean, teams in the Raiders and the Knights. From, I was going to say, well, hearing some of the stories that RC told about the pre-party for the Western Conference Finals games that he went to. Man, those should be rocking, man. Oh yeah. But they, he, yeah, he got there at noon for one of them, and it took till half hour before they opened the doors for the party to get going. That's lame as hell. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? I'm not. Goodness! Like seriously, you guys should be excited. Your team is in yeah. the playoffs. Like, go, go, have fun. Go do stuff. Like, figure it out, eh? Yeah. Oh. But it yeah. So that's like when it goes when we go down to Florida for that title, it's going to be fun because you know that pre-party is going to be rocking. You would hope at least. I mean, you're in the Stanley because Cup play or finals. They haven't done anything since the '90s. Yeah. And maybe it's just because Vegas and you know Vegas fans may get irritated by hearing this, but maybe it's because Vegas fans are so spoiled because they've been in the league six years. Five have been playoffs, two have been Stanley Cup appearances now, and four have been Western Conference Finals. Accurate. Stanley Cup semifinals. Four! You've only been a franchise six years. There's a bunch of teams that would kill for that. 100%. And so maybe that's part of it is they're just so passive because they're so used to everything being fine, which I don't get that either. But you're also talking to a guy who, you know, Started following the Devils in 2017. They made the playoffs once. 
I've seen my team in exactly one title game when I was seven that they got smoked in. Thanks, Bears. Thanks, Bears. And the Blue Jays have made the playoffs twice since I've been alive. I was going to say, uh, I, I've... Two deep runs, but I think there's, you know, there's a couple of wild cards. So, like, I think four times. But all those have been inside the last, like, ten years. I got spoiled a little bit when it came to, especially being a Cubs fan, I was there for at least the better half of the years for, we'll go Broncos. I've seen two Super Bowls and a win. For Nebraska, I've seen a lot of bowl losses, not a lot of wins. Like, I mean, they're the ups and downs of sports fans, but I will say I will say this. Vegas fans, I, I, I'm sorry, you're, you are kind of spoiled. When it comes to the hockey side of things. Now, when it comes to the football side of things, sorry. Not really. Because the Raiders are... Well, the question there is, are the Raiders moving going to be enough to make them better? Possibly. I mean, I don't know. know. Raiders have felt close. It'll it'll be interesting to see. Also, it's 7-1. to in case you're curious, I'm, like 90 seconds to get game two. I'm losing game one or game two here, one nothing in the bottom of the first. So we're trying to pitch our way around this we dude. Gotta figure I'm, out who we're playing next. We won against Phoenix. We won against Florida. My online record is is high or decently good, I should say. I'm actually like, when it comes to the show right now, I'm 500 online or just under. I go through this spurt of at the beginning of the game. Like when I start getting players, I'm still figuring figuring everything out, and I'll go even, and then all of a sudden I'll start winning a bunch of games. And but right now I'm in my I lose close games or I just lose a, a lot of games early, and that is is tough as a as a game fan. So yeah, the tough losses come back to get you. In some cases, to a point where you know you don't even believe you were uh, losing those games. <laughs> That very that's very true. Stupid, that's such a stupid quote. Oh my gosh! Seriously, didn't even know you were losing. Like, bro, how? You okay? You you've been here. It's one goal game. I think you know. Obviously, what he's trying to get at is you know. And also, you beat yourselves. So wow. <laughs> don't don't really know what to tell you here, kiddo. So. He's just mad he lost. He was mad that Florida played Rocky like a hurricane as soon as the game was done. <laughs> uh, what a way to lose, though. Freaking Kachuk, man. Oh, dude. The, hell? It's, the NHL playoffs will be there. The MLB playoffs will be there. But we've got we got another another sports league going at the moment. And you know what that is? We've talked about the, the XFL. XFL, baby. And now we bring it to the U. Oh, my goodness. As if anybody didn't care enough about these two teams, we give you guys love. Support the pod. We bring you love, support, friendship, and we still don't know much about you, but we still do it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Two games going on for at least Saturday. Let me pull it up here. Oh my goodness! I'll go. I'll do Saturday. You do Sunday. Here Copy that. Eleven a.m. Saturday on USA. I can't even make it through without chuckling. <laughs> on USA, 
We have the four and three Houston Gamblers taking on the two and five Pittsburgh Maulers at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. And then the afternoon cap after you've been drinking since probably 10 o'clock, 9.30 in the morning watching your Houston Gamblers or Pittsburgh Maulers. You can double down with the Philadelphia Stars that are four and three, take on the Birmingham Stallions, five and two, protective stadium at Birmingham, Alabama on NBC. Throwing it to Sunday. We have on Fox both games. If my computer would stop being such a little bitch, I could actually, you know, get there. We're going to pause so I can read this. We have at 12 o'clock noon the Memphis Steamboats playing the New Jersey Generals at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. And then at 3 o'clock on Fox, you got the Michigan Panthers versus the New Orleans Breakers, and that is at Protective Protective Stadium in Birmingham, Alabama. Seems like those are the only two stadiums for the USFL. Maybe you guys need funds. Maybe you guys would like a sponsor for for your league. Or like to, you know, sponsor somebody that talks about your your league. We're here. We're willing. I was going to say, that was the greatest introduction of those games (laughs) that we could have possibly done. (laughs) That's a lot of enthusiasm. You know, I've watched a couple bits and pieces of the games. It's football. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. I really don't have much to say. I mean, you know... Uh, NFL has kind of slid down the totem pole of sports for me in the last couple of years. Uh, that's what happens when so, you're a Bears fan. Yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> but they were already they were already miles behind the Blue Jays. Oh yeah. And well, then, and that's know, baseball. Now the Devils fandom has taken over. Oh. Well, and that's that's the funny thing is like I'll like you said it's football. I'm like okay, it's football for the moment. Like. But everybody, everybody else is definitely like, okay, we're just waiting for the NFL to get back. We're waiting for college football Saturdays to be back. Like those, those are the ones that quote unquote matter. And now you just have the filler leagues. But it's it's still fun to at least see some of these guys being able to play and like get right. in in their leagues. Oh, what the heck kind of a throwdown to second was that? This dude is stealing all over me. But it's one fun. to nothing Devils over the uh, Blues. I am losing two to nothing in the second. But it's fun to at least see some of these younger guys or like guys that aren't well known getting getting their playing time, and I'm now losing four nothing because I gave up a friggin' nuke again. Gosh dang it! This game, I'm gonna say it. It fucking sucks sometimes. There's my oh, f bomb. Oh, hit the post. Kovalchuk rebound. Oh. Oh, we'll have to make sure that Nick cuts out that that USFL clip. I made a mark of where I restarted my camera again. So if you guys are watching the social media pages, oh, stay tuned. Oh, what a save. Oh. Yeah, I mean, the USFL is fun. You know, I, I don't even, yeah, I'm more excited to, for the college football than pro this year, to be completely honest. 100%. 100%. I, mean, pro, I, I, I don't know, and it's not, the Bears aren't what the problem is, I think. I don't, I don't know why I don't like it as much as I did. but And the only reason I can say that is the Devils and Blue Jays have been terrible for years. Yeah, now they're, so n- not, now they're back. I'm not that fan. So, you know, I'm not that type of fan that, you know, my team sucks, I'm off the bandwagon, because I'm absolutely not. I've, 
I listen when I tell you this. The Blue Jays from 2007 to 2008, whatever, to like 2015 were awful. Bad. Garbage. And you know who was still there the whole time? This guy. So I don't even think it's the Bears thing. I really don't. It's it's just I a think- they're going through some rough patches. You got to band you got to be there for them. You got to band with them for the brothers cuz I mean still everybody knows where does my allegiance lie when it comes to Saturdays in August or in September all the way through December. I'm sitting well, right Colorado's on Colorado's going to be fun, dude. Oh, dude. Or it's going to be the greatest overhyped flop of all time and either way I can't wait to see it. <laughs> so here here's two things about this game. One, I'm actually super excited for it, even if it flops or not, just because... Oh, we got to watch it. I didn't even think about the Nebraska game in there. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm thinking that here's the biggest part about that, is you have this rivalry that has been so big when it comes to... Even back when it was the Big 8. Like, you, this goes back generations for people. But the biggest thing also is, Boulder fans, when they're... when, Especially when Nebraska comes to town, this has been hated. Like, Nebraska fans dread going to this game. They'll still travel because they're one of the most loyal fan bases in college football. But, dude, it's hated. Like, they are not fans of going because Boulder fans will, like, take parts of cars, slash tires. Like, they'll throw shit at people. Like, this game gets ugly in a hurry. So... Well, it sounds like Iowa, Iowa State, depending on what side you have. Oh, yeah. It's there's, it's bad. There's always two sides to that coin. But so it'll be interesting. I mean, I've never been to Colorado or to Nebraska games, but it one. is interesting to watch them on TV because I mean, last time Colorado actually beat them. Yeah, <laughs> which is a surprise. So this is back when. The uh, frost warning had just been issued. Yeah. And you guys should have known right there when you couldn't beat Colorado that things were about to go from bad to worse. Well, things went from worse to worse in a freaking hurry. Why can't we... That was stupid. I can't bunt today. But yeah, that was a... It's... That was not words. That was a... Two to one devils while Nick tries to remember how to talk. That was a presidential speech right there. Sorry. (laughs) i better be careful when i go to the kitchen to grab another beer oh my goodness sorry that was too whether or not whatever side you're on that was too good of a comment you gotta be gotta let me have that one i'm just sipping on some bold bubbly lemonade let me tell you bold bubbly lemonade what are you drinking this afternoon bud light Seltzer lemonade. There you go. We love to hear it. Love to hear it. They're seltzer, so everybody automatically judges you, but you know what? They taste good. And it's summer. Nothing says summer like an ice cold strawberry lemonade seltzer. Had a couple of those up at the old Target Field. Oh, they hit the spot. They hit that summer spot so good. Well, I've I've got some news for you. I don't know how much you follow still on the good old latte trend of bushes, but a little birdie was able to get me a sampler of something that wasn't released till I believe today, or if not earlier, 
on the Memorial oh, Day boy. on the Memorial Day weekend, I was able to try some Bush Light Peach. And holy oh. shit, does it it smacks. I mean, it it's good. Like it's crazy. You got to put those videos out there of what you were I have them. First take on them. I have them. I got to have Rob send them to me. Yeah, My dad like, has them on his phone. Hopefully he I still has like them. That's one of those for me that'd be hit or miss. I tried Bushlight Apple. Thought it was going to be really good and it was not. See, I was I was an okay fan of the of the Apple. But this peach, oh man, I when I tell you it's it's freaking good. Oh, dude, it tastes like a. If you're, oh no, I threw that ball away. And Henderson's on second. He's not running. Okay, or first, he's not running. Okay, good. Um, but if you're if you're a fan of like peach tea, oh dude, it literally is a peach tea. Like it doesn't taste anything. Oh. Really doesn't have a beer taste. Like it's it's delightful. So make sure you guys go. Nothing but delight. Oh yeah, go go give it a good old. Good old college try there. Another thing that I had over the weekend, there was a lot of alcohol consumed this weekend because Memorial Day weekend what was a what a surprise. And if we are in a, a show to talk about weekend. drinking, there was um, so high noons. If you guys haven't had high noons, they're like the little kind of vodka seltzers that have been out. A lot of golf people or like guys that are the the frat boy type or the golfers that are like still 26 to like 34. Do you consider yourself the frat boy type? I, I, not really. Some people <laughs> might say, but I was gonna say there's no way you admit to yes. I see oh. myself as the fat boy type. Oh, I just no. wanted to hear the stuttering around that question. Um, yeah. So you can call it what it is, maybe. But um, <laughs> that shit that threw me for a freaking loop. I know it. I ain't Do you consider yourself to be the frat boy type? Uh, I, I knew I was going to get no, but I didn't expect the honest, like, pause, reflect, and then, uh... Well, so... Answer was too good. If oh, you... If, if I would like to hit a change-up down low with Anthony Rizzo to go no, go Yardo, I'd love to. Wow, I can't hit right now. But here here's my reasoning behind a why the, the hesitation was so huge. So... <laughs> And this is not a justification. This is just a, I have to clarify this. Oh, boy. Here not, we go. <laughs> here comes Mr. Excuses, man. If you were really going to break it down, I probably should classify as one because of how much I drink and because of how much, like, I can actually, like, party and come back around. boy. Otherwise, I yeah, not really. Like, not the greatest beard eye player. I do love me some beer pong, some beer darts on the weekends, but otherwise, like I'm, well, shit, maybe I might be because I, I like IPAs too. God, I was gonna say fuck. the more you try to justify this, the worse the it's worse it be. got. But I'm, like, I'm just gonna just, you know, all right, you like IPAs, that checks off a list. Uh, pretty much everything you've said has been yes, he is indeed. Just just check the mark. I've got two flags sitting in my office. What more? <laughs> Well, welcome to the frat. Welcome to the frat. The covert show frat. We got you. Anyways, back where I was really going with this before I threw myself (laughs) down a hole that I can't climb out of because I'm all the way down to friggin' China at this point. High Noons recently uh, released their new High Noon tequilas. So instead of vodka in in the can, it's tequila. And honestly, not the greatest fan. Like, I mean... 
the grapefruit one, probably the best one out of the bunch. Otherwise, the rest of the flavors, not so good. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's... I really I feel like you're apologetic for saying that it's terrible. I Well, dude, I... Not, I wouldn't say apologetic, but I'm just like, I thought they would be a little bit better than they were, and they're kind of trash, not going to lie. Sound dis- you sound disappointed. Very disappointed. They're kind of trash. Very disappointed. Why. They're the worst thing I've ever drank. Oh, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say the worst thing I've ever drank. I've had a lot of bad, bad stuff. I drank Fireball with Mountain Dew for the longest time. I'm pretty sure I've had some, some bad shit happen. Oh my goodness! This guy is just running for days. His lineup is built for speed. Carter got mauled, and it's six to one with eighteen thirty-four to go in the second. We've got a runaway game in St. Louis. Volchenkov on the assist. Oh, and just to add to the frat boyness, we'll crack open beer number three for the pod. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, do we though? Do we really? Holy uh, shit! Know, this park is so deep. Some character. Oh my gosh! Can I get to this ball? This is bad. No, we are Shattenkirk. Oh, it's Shattenkirk. Who? Why would you have a last name of Shattenkirk? That there's a feels like you're inviting ridicule. There was a dude for oh. Old Miss who had the oh. name of Chatney. It's French, bro. Get on his. Um, get on his level. Holy shit! I just finally clicked back on. The regional game that I was watching finally did. Uh, it's ten to one East Carolina over Oklahoma. Oh, look out! Good lord. Well, here's the thing. I'll tell you. Oh, that ball is going, going. Make it twelve to one. Hawks oh, that's off the up. wall. Into the seventh, Hawks are up three to one. He threw. Oh, that's getting seven. thrown away. That's a run for him. Here we go. Let's go, Hawks. Yeah, so I mean, we're we're here. I'm, I wasn't intentionally going here, but guys, the road to Omaha has officially started today. The College World Series is is officially underway here. Regional brackets came out last week. Iowa was able to get a two seed after their Big Ten tournament win. Or no, Maryland, I believe, won the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, Maryland won the Big Ten tournament. Iowa made was there. A deep run. Oh yeah. And so Iowa able to get an at-large bid as they finished third in the Big Ten Conference. Um, actually, I believe second because Indiana dropped early. So three Big Ten teams represent in the field of 64 at the moment. You've got Maryland, Indiana, and Iowa. And it, it, it's exciting for the state of Iowa. you got a team back in, in regional play. And this Iowa team can be very deadly. They are a team that's got a pretty good offense. They've played some solid defense all year long. So it should be fun to see where they go as I put a little bit of pause and we can go off some scores. Your top up, number one overall seed was a Wake Forest team that got into the middle of the season at that number one spot. LSU took a little bit of a drop as they were the unanimous number one forever. And then they finally took a drop. But then this Wake Forest team built on a massive bullpen is giving themselves a run. Kind of scores around the land Early on, Texas Tech upset the 10th seed, uh, Connecticut, 3-2. Virginia with a big 15-1 win. Oregon gets a 5-4 win over Xavier. Dallas Baptist takes an L. They're the 18th team in the country to Washington, 9-5. Clemson with a big win. Maryland gets a win over Northeastern today, 7-2. The 12th nationally seeded Campbell Fighting Camels. We love the Camels on the on the other podcast. 5-1 to one loss to NC State. Wright State with a 6-5 loss to Indiana State. 
throw it over to Southern Miss. They took a 4-2 loss. Sanford, Arkansas with a with a win today. LSU with a win today. Stanford, Florida, Tennessee, Wake Forest, big win. Going around games across the country. Miami 7-1 right now over Maine. Coastal is now taking out L. Makes that 9-1 over Maine. There you go. It's 9-1. Coastal Carolina is now down 5-7 to Ryder in the top of the 7th. Oklahoma State losing to Oral Roberts 2-0. Pennsylvania looking to upset Auburn there 3-2 in the 8th. Oklahoma losing badly to East Carolina. Eastern Illinois is was up early to Vanderbilt. They're now losing 8-1. Sam Houston getting stomped by Oregon State 9-2. TCU taking a 2-0 deficit to Arizona in the t- or in the bottom of the first there. Alabama Nichols still has to go. Cal State Fullerton, Texas A&M. Other scores across the country. Kentucky gets a win today. Indiana is up 6-5 over West Virginia for the Big Ten. And there's, there's a lot more college baseball games to go around and to be had. South Carolina, 19 nothing over Central Connecticut mm. at the moment. Holy mm. shit. That's a big game. Duke over UNC Wilmington, 12-3. Iowa with a 3-1 lead over North Carolina. Plenty more scores to go around, but this regional should be a fun tournament to watch. So if you're a college baseball fan, stay tuned. There's a lot of stuff there. Big weekend. So, yeah, that's that's as fast as I can go. I, I personally have a favorite in the tournament. I think that Wake Forest, I picked them to go big-time lead this year at the number one spot. Um, but also just how deep their bullpen is, I think that Wake Forest is going to be able to give themselves a run. Get to Omaha, I think they can be the unanimous number one and win it all. That would be actually the first time since I believe almost 2,000 that a number one seed has actually won the College World Series. So it's mm. it's been that long. Like the number one does not fare well when it comes to regional time. So, yeah, little quick college baseball breakdown for you. Central Connecticut, man, that is rough. Into the fifth, oh yeah, just got there into the sixth inning. Nineteen uh, zero. Tough. After one, nothing, nothing. After two, one to nothing. After three, four to or five to nothing. 11 runs in the fourth inning. Ooh, to the max. That made it 16. Add three more in the uh, fifth inning, and that's where we're at now, 19 to nothing. It's, uh, it's tough. And that one's, and, that game is in Columbia for South Carolina. They have their own regional there, so that's not going to be very good, especially with a team that hits a lot of home runs. That that Central Connecticut team is looking for a way out of that game quick. So, come on, yeah. Dominic Fletcher. You hate to see it. Why? I swung on a ball above my head. Can somebody please take the controller from me? Oh. I pulled a big no-no. Turns it over. They shoot it just wide. One minute to go. He turns out to the point. Petrangelo saves. All right, here we go, Zay Jack. Oh, Zay Jack across the blue line. Zay Jack in a circle. Saved by Elliot. It's like JC Zay should Jack call some hockey. God, I wish. And it's flipped over the blue line, and we go to the third period. Do we got a score uh, for the Blue Jays game at the moment there, JC? Ooh, the uh, score of the Blue Jays game is one to nothing, bottom third. There you go. Right now, it looks like they have the corners to the uh, old Metropolitans. <laughs> the old Metropolitans. Fielding error it. by uh, uh, 
a fielding error by uh, old Vlad Guerrero Jr. himself is what part of kept the inning going. Oh. Uh, bump. The matchup on the bump is fascinating because the Blue Jays are, uh, hate to say it, but kind of overmatched. Verlander. Oof. Oof, da. Chris Bassett has been better. Oh. Tough, you know, at points, but yeah, Chris Bassett's it happens. been all right. He's a, just, he's a tops now player of the tops now player of the month, and he's thrown pretty well for me in the couple of outings that I've given him. So Chris Bassett fan all the way. In the show. In play. Popped out. Jeff McNeil pops out and we played three. There we One go. One to nothing. Blue Jays. Let's go. That boy Bassett is never in doubt. My Cubs don't play till eight forty my time on the West Coast. They got the Padres this evening. So I'll be texting my texting my family. We got the trip to Chicago coming up this summer. My uncle can't get a lot of the Cubs games on on his network. And so because obviously we're blacked out because we're like eight hours away from Chicago. And so I personally don't know you why. You know what one makes me mad this week? I'm going to go with... Because was, you know how much I love to complain about blackouts. Was it you know which one made me mad? Blue Jays Royals. No. Damn. Blue Jays Brewers. What? Are you kidding me? That game's like four hours. Like, so yeah, this is so stupid. I mean, the MLB is just going to keep shooting themselves in the foot, I guess. Because people buy the package for all these games, and you still don't give us all the games. You do what the NHL did. The NHL put them all on uh, NHL or uh, ESPN Plus. Well, if you're going to do that, do it where they're not blacked out. And that's the bad thing, though. If you put them on ESPN Plus and you get that ESPN Plus subscription, that's all you get. You don't get um, – you just get EMP, or ESPN Plus. You can't get, like, the ESPN channels. Like, you have – it's strictly, well, like, ESPN Plus. Yeah, oh, dude. It's you lose a lot of networks. Like I believe you can watch ESPN, but you can't get like the ACC network. You can't get like the SEC network. There are certain. Well, you can watch the you can watch ESPN with a cable login. Oh yeah, that's what I do. But I'm not on the app. Not on the app. If you don't have, if you're like me and don't have cable, you're SOL. Yeah. Well, I have cable, and my app has been. I haven't been able to watch it on my phone, and I have cable. So. Nick is a little... You might be the youngest person I know that has cable. I, it's not mine. It is... Nah. It's my father's. <laughs> well, Riding the coattails. Whatever it takes. Oh, well, I mean, he, he also, helps. Seven to two with 8.30 to go. Oh, he hits a post. Chuck. Oh, no. We are currently still losing, and it is now six to one. I can't... I just can't <laughs> buy a hit today. Well, you know, you don't have to buy that cable either. <sighs> yep. Welcome to the frat boy <laughs> lifestyle, folks. <laughs> oh, that comment still—it's still throwing you for such a loop. It's just twir- that comment just twirling around your mind. Now. Dude, I marked it. It's there. I marked it. You're gonna be—you're gonna be sitting in the morning, drinking your cup of spiked orange juice. See, I don't. Or whatever frat boys drink in the morning, and then you're gonna be like looking in the mirror, like, "My God, I am a frat boy." Dude, I'm like, 
Oh, that I've cut that clip out. That or I will cut that clip out because that was perfect. I mean, it was just it was too funny for you. I mean, you're you're sitting there and thinking about it. Oh no, I threw it to first. Oh no, I threw the ball away. Oh no, he's getting the third. Throw it to second. Oh my gosh, what is he Nick turned, doing? Agent. Oh my way. Oh, Brandon Lord. Belt walked. Here we go, boys. I just want to get out of this game at this point. I can't. I don't really want to waste a bullpen when it's oh, a six-one yes, game. Southern Carolina State. Just get us out of here. Start warming up the bus. This one's over. Oh yeah, dude. It's. I feel for him, man. I mean, team nil. That's tough. Oh, dude. It's uh, and there are some, like some regional tournaments have have been bad. Like there have been some regionals where you just take an L. Like I remember Kumar Rocker when he got his first kind of. Um, I would say start to f- fandom. Four to one, Iowa, bottom eighth. Here we go. That actually might be a big it's win if they can get out of that. Here we go. If they can get out of get out of that first game with a win over North Carolina and kind of move shit around in that region, that will be good for Iowa. Especially if Wright State takes a first game loss as they did. So. We're just trying to – I'm trying to find a way to pitch around this dude. He's hitting and running like nonstop. And I just can't – oh, my goodness. I'm going to – fine. Screw you. You're going home with a 47 speed? Nope. Sorry. Bye. Oh, but, I mean, anyhow, that's pretty much the pod. We've we touched on a lot of subjects. We've we've broken Nick's heart a little bit to, to say he's a frat boy. We've uh, – <laughs> Made fun of the good old pre- presidential suite. We've, what more can you want in a podcast today? Got to roast me about my devil getting pumped. You know, fine. Well, that wasn't supposed to be a roast. I was just, I was genuinely curious. You haven't been on the pod for the, for like a couple episodes, and especially after the Carolina series. Well, I'm yeah. like, dude, I, I really want to hear what, what was on his mind for this whole oh. shit. Andy Green, baby, nine to two with twenty nine point nine to go. Wow, this this is ending just in time. Ah, oh, we are just moving along. It's eight to one. We're just at this point. We're gonna get mercy ruled, probably. I, dude, I don't know what to do. Like, I really don't want to waste pitching, but at the same time, I might have to. Like, I'm just gonna put a new pitcher in the game, just to to maybe see if I can get through this inning. Quit running. You're up eight to one, you freaking piece of shit. Really don't want to have to say it, but aggressive. Oh, man. We were just about out of the pod. Nick hadn't bullied anybody online yet. <laughs> oh, I've been getting bullied young. online. Don't don't you worry, kids. I'll bully somebody later, and they're not going to be happy about it. Oh, no, we're throwing it away. What the f- <laughs> This is cool. I'm just not having a game right now. So we're going to end the pod. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> folks, if it's, you guys it's have. like the game. Get me out of this pod. Yeah, I can't that get out of the game yet. So if oh. you guys have enjoyed the good old covert show this evening, afternoon, wherever you guys are listening, please at least give us a like on the good old Spotify. Give us some ratings if you guys can. And also, just any anytime you see us on the good old Facebook. Instagram will be a lot more active in the next couple of days. Nick's got a lot of posts he's going to want to get out after this one. So we should be a little bit more active on social media with the the breaks that we have been taking. But make sure you guys leave us a follow and a like. Well-deserved break we need. Well-deserved break we have both needed. But for 
for the rest of the night and the rest of the weekend, JC, do we got anything? No, I don't think so. You know, go Jays, go, baby. Go. Big things are happening. Uh, we checked the scoreboard one more time, and uh, Chappie got called out on strikes. You hate to see it. So we're winning at the top of the fourth, but go Jays, go. It's the turnaround starts now. There you go. Go Jays, go. We are excited, and baseball is now officially about to take over the months. As I am, I got a perfect, perfect, and this ball is going to get caught on the warning track because this field that I'm playing on is so damn deep. I've got like triangles in this field. I can't buy a hit today. But with that, we'll get us out of here. We'll get you guys out of here with the long-winded breakup of this podcast. If you sat through the whole hour and 20 minutes, we always give you guys an extra shout-out for if you've sat through the whole podcast. You guys are the loyal listeners of The Covert Show. We hope all of you are the loyal listeners of The Covert Show. But for us, that's it. We're tapping out for the weekend. We'll get some stuff out to you. And with that, this has been, I believe, episode 63, 62, 63, 4, 63. 63. Thank you, JC's on it. We can't math on this podcast. We all know how that goes. Common core math for the win. There you go. Make sure you guys go covert 20 for Ray's energy. We'll just throw out all the old memes there at the end of the show. Oh, man. Long-winded goodbyes, funny memes for those who need it. Just call us, just call us like we are Midwesterners that don't know how to say goodbye. Exactly, <laughs> bro. I'm not gonna say any more after that because I bring up a lot of jokes. But we're gonna we're gonna Midwest goodbye this shit. And finally, thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend. Have a great week wherever you guys are, and peace out.